Hello everyone, welcome back to Chibi and Chilled Anime Podcast, the podcast that talks all about all things anime, all things manga, anything that you're kind of thinking Japan related, it's about anime, it's about manga, I'm going to be talking about it on this podcast, so be sure to subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. So I'm your host Ryan and I'm a massive anime and manga fan and I have been for many 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 years, since the 90s, since I was a kid and that fad has never truly ended. So a few things before we dive into today's episode. Down in the episode show notes you'll find links to my Etsy shop where you can find a bunch of anime themed goodies for you to shop and enjoy. So there's pin badges, there's stationery, there's keyrings and more. Whether you're a One Piece fan, a Jujutsu Kaisen fan, a Pokemon fan, a Mario fan or anything else, you'll find a goodie on the shop for you to check out. There's something for every anime and manga fan over there. Right now, there's also 25% off most items on the shop, so be sure to check out everything at a great deal. The link is down in the footer in the show notes, so be sure to check out my Etsy shop, Chibiweave Merch on Etsy. If you're a gamer, much like me, then why not check out Razer? You can find a bunch of accessories from mouses, keyboards, headsets, mouse mats and more to the bigger stuff like gaming laptops and desktops. Over on Razer website, link down below, you can shop a whole host of gaming accessories from the Chroma range, which is all colourful, which is my favourite stuff, to more sleek black stuff, including even their own merchandise, clothing, bags and accessories. There's something for everyone, and with the holiday season coming up, it's November now, why not check out Razer.com for your holiday shopping for the gamer in your life. Maybe it's you, why not treat yourself? The link is down below for you to check out and shop. So today it's all about diving deep into the kind of power systems within One Piece, looking at Hake and the Devil Fruits, the two key players in the One Piece power system, and kind of seeing which is more powerful, what are the details of each, and just an overall look at the powers that we see continuously used within the One Piece universe by Luffy, by the baddies, I guess, the everyone, you know, buggy, everyone, okay, everyone uses Hake or a Devil Fruit, and sometimes both, much like Luffy. So let's dive into Devil Fruits first, and then we'll dive into Hake as well. I'll go through all of how Hake is used, the different types of Devil Fruits, and everything in between. If it's something about Hake or a Devil Fruit, I'll probably more than likely cover it in this podcast episode. So let's dive into our first section all about One Piece and the types of Devil Fruit. One Piece is one of my absolute favourite anime and it's crafted by Oicha Oda and it's a treasure trove of diverse powers and abilities and at the heart of this manga and anime are Devil Fruits, fruits that grant the consumer extraordinary abilities but at the cost of their ability to swim. And from the Paramecia types offering a range of unique abilities, there's the Zoan types which allow users to transform into animals and finally the Logia types which grant control over natural elements and these fruits are at the core of the entire series' power system. And the Paramecia types like the Gomu Gomu no Mi fruit, the Gum Gum fruit, eaten by our main protagonist, Monkey D. Luffy, or the Mera Mera no Mi, which is the Flame Frame fruit, which was obviously R.I.P. wielded by Porter the Ace, granted superhuman abilities. And then there are the Zoan types, which enable transformations into animals, like the Inu Inu no Mi, 
which model wolf eaten by the Marine Admiral Kuzan, better known as Okoji. And lastly, we've got the Logia type, known as the, oh, such as the Gorogoronami, which is the Rumble Rumble fruit, which was consumed by the lightning wielding NL, which we saw way back in Sky Island, and Grand Master over natural elements, so his was lightning, and making the user almost kind of intangible, so it's kind of, it changes their whole kind of like chemistry, I guess. So their whole body is kind of made up as this kind of element, which kind of, it's kind of weird. It changes their whole body. So it's kind of, their body will be made of wax or rubber or, you know, all this kind of thing. But it's that last one that makes a huge difference in battles. It makes a, a punch without hacking actually not hit at all. It kind of just goes through them. So we have like Smoker, for example. Smoker's fruit allows him to literally turn into smoke. So a punch, if you punch Smoker, it kind of just goes through him. It's just a cloud of smoke. He's a smoke human. So it kind of changes the whole dynamic of an entire battle thanks to the type, the specific type of devil fruit you get. And with devil fruit, it's kind of always a... It's always a gamble of which power you'll actually get. Each of them seem to be as powerful as the last, and a lot of it depends on the actual user of the fruit. So kind of how to train, how to wield the abilities, how to have a devil fruit awakening as well, which we've seen a handful of times in the show, in the manga and the anime. And this allows quite a drastic change in the power shift of the devil fruit itself. So we saw it with Don Flamingo and his awakening back in Dressrosa, and it caused a huge shift in the battle and how that battle kind of played out. But then in One Piece, we've also got Hacky. And in the world of One Piece, it's a manifestation of an individual's inner spiritual energy or willpower. And it's a kind of latent ability present in all living beings, but only a few have the potential to actually awaken and master it. And there are three types of Hacky, and each with distinct capabilities and uses. So... Kenboshiko Hake or Observation Hake allows users to perceive the presence of others around them, sense intentions and predict movements. This one is almost a little bit like seeing the future, but through your own kind of energy. It's really, really strong and it's like a heightened sense granting an almost precognitive ability to anticipate an opponent's actions. And this form of Hake is so powerful it's instrumental in not just battles but also in evading surprise attacks from the back for example or the environment around you or detecting hidden enemies so you can kind of use it to get a true true reflection of who is around you what their intentions are what their potential next move is going to be so you can kind of essentially see the future and this is we see the use of this one a lot with katakuri in Hulkic Island and his whole battle with Luffy in the mirror world and that kind of foresight that uses oh we see it a lot of the time actually every time we kind of see Katakuri we end up seeing his power well this hacky ability like this but we see it a lot in those kind of moments and being able to see what people are going to do next then there's the Boshushoku hacky apologies if I'm saying these horrendously i never actually said the japanese word aloud until now but commonly referred to as the armament hacker which enables the user to manifest their spiritual energy as an invisible armor or coating which is the one that we see a lot of the time on luffy and gear 4 for luffy is just covered in it and this coating allows them to bypass the intangibility of devil fruit users and that and truly strike their bodies so this one 
Like I've said, if you punched Tomoka without armament Haki, you would just punch straight through him. But with Haki on armament Haki, when using this, you'll hit his actual body. So it's kind of an extra layer to bypass the Devil Fruit ability of being kind of punchable or non-punchable. But beyond its defensive capabilities, it grants the user ability to deliver far more potent and direct attacks. Essentially, it makes them capable of striking logia type users who would otherwise be untouchable. Again, like we said with Smoker. But lastly, lastly, the rarest and most exceptional form of Haki is Hoshoko Haki, known as the Conqueror's Haki. And this we'll speak a little bit more about and learn a little bit more about. But first, let's have a tiny little break and then we'll carry on about the power systems of the One Piece world. The festive season is here and with that is my new range of Christmas card designs over on thoughtful.co.uk. Over there you'll find my three new Christmas cards for mum, boyfriend and husband all available to purchase right now in a bunch of new sizes including ones filled with chocolate, champagne, flowers and your normal standard A5 and A4 cards. Show notes to shop my three new Christmas cards, a Father's Day card and a Happy Birthday card so be sure to check out thoughtful.co.uk for your Christmas cards this year. So Conqueror's Haki is the rarest and most exceptional and kind of strongest form of Haki and it's the testament to one's overwhelming spirit and willpower, enabling the user to dominate the wills of others. And those with disability possess an aura so potent that it can render weaker willed of in- individuals unconscious or sway the dis position of creatures and adversaries in the vicinity so it kind of controls the actions of another and a lot of the time this is making people pass out to kind of get through a crowd of enemies or actually making them turn away or just disappear not like magic but like disappears in like turn away run away kind of effort but this hacker is a testament to a person's leadership strength and the ability to influence and conquer the spirits of those around them. So it's not something that's easily trained or easily kind of come across. We see it with Luffy, obviously his protagonist, but we see it in other characters as well. And everyone is super, super kind of in awe when they realise that the person they're looking at or witnessing can use Conqueror's Haki. And it's something that is major, major power. It's like a major power power boost, kind of knowing that someone has... The ability to use Conqueror's Haki completely changes the dynamic of the battle because the potential to use it at any point could just happen. And depending on how powerful the other the opponent is, it depends whether they'll be able to withstand it or whether they'll just pass out. But the mastery and application of these different Haki types play a pivotal role in the battles and allowing users to contract Devil Fruit abilities, enhance their own fighting abilities, such as the Armament Haki, and in some cases assert their dominance over others with the Conqueror Haki and the complexity and depth of Haki serve as a fascinating layer in the kind of dynamics within the world of One Piece and the power systems with Devil Fruits Haki and then you've got the kind of sword swordsmanship and sword play as well which kind of paired with everything else kind of adds an extra layer but adding intrigue and unpredictability to the kind of already diverse range of abilities in this anime series and the manga but what's so interesting about Haki is 
when we see when we look at the devil fruits we kind of we can see a lot of the time the devil fruits abilities are very physical you can kind of see them like luffy's stretch stretchiness you can kind of see them and some are a little bit more almost spiritual but you, you can we get to see them in the anime because how it does also it's a bit rubbish we didn't actually see the abilities but big mom's kind of um treat or life kind of ability where she can kind of suck someone's um life force away i wonder if can other people see that or does it just is it just us that can see it for the sake of storytelling that's kind of interesting but Haki, you can't see so Again, we get to see it all the time, every time it's used cause for storytelling. But people that can't use Haki can't also see Haki being used. So Gear 4, for someone that can't see Haki, would look completely different. He wouldn't, the person wouldn't be able to see all of the swirly pattern on Luffy's chest, Luffy's arms being that like red, black colour. Kind of strange. So people that can't use Haki can't see Haki. And whereas the Devil Fruits, most of the time you can basically see the power straight off the bat you can kind of just see if someone turns to ice or to stone or to fire or if they've got a big punch in their face because they're made of wax you know you can kind of see it's really big tell whereas conqueror's hacky for example is a pure energy fight it's a pure energy power so it's kind of once it's been kind of used you can't actually see it or anticipate it. it kind of just happens which makes it super super powerful pair that with the devil fruit user that can use every other type of hacky it's an insane power for person. You know, it's it's Luffy, essentially. But what makes One Piece battles so exciting, albeit long, <laughs> is the interplay between Devil Fruits and the Haki. So the strategic use of Haki can counteract the Devil Fruit abilities, creating intense and kind of world-bending battles. For, exa- for instance... Luffy's mastery of Hackett enhancing his gum gum abilities and allowing him to change challenge logier users. And it's his ability and synergy between the two power systems of Hackett and Devil Fruits that make One Piece battles kind of different to what we might see in normal anime, but also makes them as super unpredictable. And kind of, it's amazing that the One Piece world hasn't just blown up, <laughs> completely blown up. From the amount of power that is in both the Devil Fruit and Haki. But the powers not only serve as the backbone of battles. But also contribute to character development quite a lot of the time. And this underlying theme for One Piece is the pursuit of power. And it's responsible use and the sacrifices made for it. Are the reincurring themes that we see in the manga and the anime. And shaping the journeys of these awesome kind of really deep characters. Like every time Luffy kind of loses a battle or struggles to win a battle, we always see this kind of struggle when he starts to level up and get a bit stronger and a bit stronger, but it's always this fight and this really kind of, I don't want to say awkward, but kind of tiring moments where we see Luffy just drained and can't use Haki anymore. Cause, you know, Gear 4 drains the Haki so much that he can't use it for 10 minutes after. And it's kind of that, energy usage and this draining of a character that has to try and get stronger in order to use gear form or or use hacky stronger or use it in a different way and it's that kind of character building a lot of times in anime we see the character get stronger when they win a battle and the next battle they go into they're stronger 
in One Piece is kind of different. We kind of see Luffy struggle and lose, or the other team, or the other Mujawaras lose, but they get stronger from the loss, which makes it much more relatable, almost, in a way, much more human. And I think that is why it's super different as an anime and makes it one of my favourite ones. But seeing all these devil fruits and hake and swordsmanship layered on top of each other just makes it super interesting. You never know what devil fruit you're going to get. You know, there's people around the One Piece world that search for these specific devil fruits, a bit like Don Flamingo, searching for the Opopnomi, which is a fruit the Trafalgar Law has, because it has a very certain ability and you wanted that specific use, or a person to have that specific use. And there's this kind of interplay of being able to use super powerful hackers such as Colour of Arms and how, yet again, these more and more layers. I think the more times we look at One Piece, the more intricate this world gets. And it speaks about, it just tells you all about how intricately planned One Piece is and how deep the story actually runs because we keep getting more references, more power system kind of details and how it all works. And it's so, so interesting. I think if I had a devil fruit, you can't really choose a hacky. You can kind of train it. But if I could choose a devil fruit, I think I would. I would like, like, I don't know. I would like to turn into an animal. But I'd be really upset if I didn't get a really nice one. Like, a, I'd like imagine just being a cat for a day. Like, is the one that turns into just a cat? Or is it always like, I, I, I don't think I'd like the giraffe one that we saw at the world government place. I don't think I'd like that one. But I would like, like a sloth. That's cute. That's nice. Not very useful in battle, I have to say. I'd probably die. But it's very cute. Imagine the cuteness. You can probably make a lot of money just going, oh no, because you'd be in a zoo. Anyway, random tangent. But yeah, what devil fruit would you pick if you could pick a devil fruit? The most real life useful one will probably be Robins. Being able to kind of make your hands kind of come out of different places in the house and do chores without even moving your actual self. That feels the most useful. You don't have to go downstairs to get something. You don't have to go upstairs to get anything. You could probably just make a hand sprout out and bring it downstairs. That's cool. Actually, yes, I think I've talked myself into that one. But let me know, leave a review and let me know what devil fruit would you choose from the One Piece system? And what do you think is the coolest hacky kind of type power? Let me know what hacky you think is the best one. I think Conquerors, but let's Thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you're new to the podcast, thank you so much for checking this out. I really do appreciate every single listen, every follow, every download. It really does mean a lot. From one weep to another, thank you so much. If you're wanting any anime merch, head over to my social media links. Find me on social media, find me on TikTok, Instagram, all that good stuff. And you'll see a link to my eBay shop where I have a bunch of anime themed prints for you to check out with worldwide shipping. Please do leave a rating and a review on the podcast platform that you're listening on this to. It really does support the show. It only takes a few seconds and it's free. I cannot ask. If I ask one thing of you, I'd ask that. Please do leave a rating and a review. Even if it's not great, please let me know. You know, it's even a bad one. Well, bad press is always, what. Well, no, what's the saying? Any press is good press, I guess. Oh, that rhymed. So, so 
A rating and review would be great. It really does support the show, so thank you so, so much for whatever roof kind of review you do leave. Sometimes finding a birthday card or an occasion card can be a boring task. However, I have some anime-themed cards on my thoughtful.co.uk creator profile, which is found in my links on social media. Over on Thoughtful, you'll find a bunch of anime-themed cards, such as Studio Ghibli Happy Birthday cards and more, with my range being updated regularly. Each card is processed by thoughtful.co.uk, with shipping being fast, quick and efficient. You can shop my anime-themed cards over on my Instagram, with my links being over on there. Search Chibiweeb Anime and you'll find me. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. It really does mean a lot. Please do leave a rating and a review down below. It really does support the show and it's free to do. I'll see you next time. I'll see you next Friday. Have a great weekend. If you're a subscriber or if you're thinking of subscribing or starting the free trial on Apple Podcasts, I'll see you on Sunday for the next episode of the Chibi Peace exclusive Apple Podcast exclusive episode on Sunday. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.